I went to church. Oh my I went I went to church on Sunday to confession. And I went to tell Jesus, I said to him, I said, I tried to cook a big pig in my backyard and the propane tank got too close to the pig and I blew my wife oh, no. and my little baby all the way across town. Oh, Jesus Christ, no. And I said this to the Padre and he said to me, that is manslaughter and he will have to report me to the authorities and i said to him i say i thought this was confession only between only between me and you and the lord i went to the church i said you lost him i talked to you lost him i said i could make my slaughter he said you know when you spell my slaughter you know what is spell? Man's laughter. It's spell man's laughter. I said, oh my God, you lost in. You see my, my life. I tell the padre, if he tell police on me, I tell him that he touched my little baby a bunch. And he also touched me like long time ago. I don't think about it. Actually, he didn't do it to me. And nothing bad has ever happened to me in my life. But he did do it a lot. And he says to me, okay, maybe let's hold on. We can work something out here. He said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he said, you, you stupid bitch. He said, you, you, you don't know nothing. He said, I have the power of the entire Catholic Church behind me. He what said, you fuck? come here on Sunday. You go and you threaten me, motherfucker. On Wednesday, you, I hear seven days a week. I, I hear, hear all day. I know everybody. You don't know nobody. You poor. You you broke. You, you ain't got no things. money. You ain't got no pesos. You can't talk to me like that. I've been molesting children for eighty years. How That's... you think I got so many rings? <laughs> they give them to you like the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's like it's like Chipotle points where you buy so many burrito and they give you the points for it. And they say, oh, my God, you buy 50 burrito in a year. Oh, my God, we give you a special new Corvette. You can't tell nobody about. I have it at my house. It's behind the. It's behind all the donkeys. I cannot show nobody. So I got the tinted windows on it, and they don't know who it is when I drive by. But so I tell you, I go to Chipotle a lot. You feel me? I go there every day. They give me a lot of points. They give me a lot of poison chipotle. You want the burrito? I find burrito for free for you. Something that they don't tell you about being a man of the cloth is for every 100 children that you abuse, you get a brand new Corvette and a ring like the NBA. I tried to get a Hellcat. They said that is not appropriate. <laughs> That's 200 that is the deal. That is the deal. With. You get the heaven cat. You and know? I asked what that is. A, I asked what that is. It's just a scat pack. I said, I... I said, please, Padre, I need I need the three packages well. I don't just want the motor. I take the scat pack to the Padre. Uh, to the, 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 I, tell, I, I tell the Cardinal of the church, I say, they have a car I want, but it's called a Dodge Demon. And he shot her. He said, oh, he said, why would it be called a demon? And I said to him, I said, well, 
It's basically a Hellcat with bigger turbocharger, and it's not technically street legal. At least that's the marketing for it. And he said, I don't know if you could drive something like this. It's very scary to me. <laughs> I tell you, Cardinal, I said, I want Rolls Royce Phantom. I want the Phantom. <laughs> he said, you are a bruja. We don't know one of Phantom. Here are the things you cannot drive. Get the evil spirit out of here. You cannot drive the Phantom, the Wraith, the Demon, the Hellcat. Uh, the Viper, very <laughs> The Viper is not necessarily evil, it's, it's, but it's, it's scary. It's scary. <laughs> it's scary to me as a child molester. It's a, it's a, a, a snake is like what was in the garden. I might be a monster, like quite possibly the worst person who've ever lived to abuse my position as a member of the church to assault children. But I don't like to think about a little snake. So if you... Want it's to scary. Get, it's scary. So if you want to embezzle money from church, you can buy perhaps a Bronco or a, a Ridgeline, but you cannot buy a Honda. Is it a Honda Ridgeline? Yeah, you can buy it's a, a, it's Honda, a, it's a Honda. You can buy a Honda Ridgeline. I told him I want Honda to S2000. you... <laughs> So, but but you can you can pretty much get anything else, but you cannot get a demon, a raid, a phantom, uh, a hellcat, or a viper. These are the five that you can. All right, hey, what's up? If you guys are still sticking around, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh well, man, that was. Yeah, we're gonna have fun on this one. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what it means. <laughs> Normally, the last five minutes are good, and the whole thing sucks. I don't know what it means to blow your wad like five minutes <laughs> into the show. Uh, but hey, we're rocking with it. Uh, I like the idea of like going in. I. It is funny to me to go in and confess to manslaughter, and then threaten you know the priest with like, well, I'm, I'm gonna. Hey, mutually assured destruction, man. We're Cold War. And then, you know, your, your conversation's interrupted by another, like, lower-level guy who's like, hey, I uh, I want to get a car, but it's too evil. <laughs> I, I would like to get <laughs> – I would like to get I, – I, you know, dude, um, I don't know if you remember. This was, like, a big story in Houston because, you know, like, Osteen is, like, you know, he's the Houston guy, and everybody fucking hates him in the city unless they – are a member of the church, which is, you know, 50, 60,000 strong or whatever. Um, he got his wife, he was an associate preacher at Lakewood and he got his wife, like a fucking white on white, like stallion Lamborghini Murcielago. Like just like, not even like a base model. Like it's a quarter million dollar car. He got like, we're talking like gold trim, white on white. Like it's a rapper's car. And he, uh, and he got it for his wife and people were like, well, you know, the preachers at Lakewood make good money. And it's like, they make good money, but they don't make quarter million dollar like car money. So well, there was I mean, like, he, a, make, he makes book money, which is. It wasn't him. It was one of his associate. Preachers. Oh, okay. It wasn't Osteen. Osteen drives a fucking Ferrari, like a really rare model Ferrari. He has like six houses I, to hit to me. Whatever. I don't like that motherfucker, but it, it makes sense if he has flashy shit. He's like what, righteous gemstone. One of my favorite articles I've seen was they were like, uh, it's time to debunk the fact that Joe Lewisine has a Ferrari. And they showed a picture of a Ferrari that uh, that like 
had been shown in an article and they were like, yeah, so we don't know if he has a Ferrari, but he, this is not his Ferrari, the one that he, they showed. So here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, like, I, yeah, so he that's like being like, you know, he did kill a guy. Uh, he didn't kill this guy. I think it's – I don't know if it's Snopes or not, but it's a similar one. The one that I saw was, does Joel Osteen have a Ferrari? And the answer was like, yes, but it's an old one. <laughs> it's like a 12-year-old, like old – it's like a, like, a, like a 2009 Enzo. So it's not like, you know – he didn't just get the motherfucker and it's not brand new, but it's like, it's funny to me to try to like, come on, let's not blow things out of proportion. You know? Yeah. He didn't kill that guy. He just drove his truck through his front door drunk yeah. at 150 miles an hour and it killed his whole family, you know? But yeah, an associate preacher, you know, like a guy who handles Wednesday night service, not Sunday, not the big one, but he handles, you know, like the baptisms and shit. He does like the fucking, you know, he does that stuff. Like a quarter million dollar white on white Lamborghini. And if you go and read the article, most of the comments are like, this is sick. But there's like a special type of guy. And I know that you know who I'm talking about. Who like just like sucks the dick of like wealthy big church. They're like, you know, the Lord provides. Like, and, and, you know, you, you can sit in these comments and say that it's wrong, but the things that that man, that he's lived a, a life according to Christ. And, you know, like guys who like, if they were in on that grift, they would absolutely do the same thing, but they're just not. So they have to like simp for it or whatever. They're like, yeah, it's normal for a guy to, ha- to, to be a preacher and to have a car that actors drive. <laughs> like it's, it's normal to have like a Mego style whip and be a man of the cloth or whatever. I want Joel Osteen to start rocking like grills. I want him to go to like Johnny Dang, get iced out and shit. Yeah. I don't look like Paul he, Wall. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'll tell you what is more despicable to me because Joel Osteen is one of those guys where you look at him and it's like, okay, this is like a rich people church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like 100%, it, you have to yeah. pay to get into the church. They have Botox and shit. Like, like it's like a Botox yeah. church. Yeah. Well, I just cut my thumb open again. Not even um, whittling, but by cutting a wood chip in half and having my thumb at the other end. I might be full blown um, mentally disabled, and that's all right. Anyway, now I think, uh, I mean, this isn't a new issue with like yeah. pastors no but, but he's definitely like yeah the big no, one he's the him big and copeland one. or whatever yeah him and kenneth copeland and then there's a few others i i don't remember the do you remember that video of kenneth copeland it was like right at the peak of covid oh when he was like he, tackling no well that one yes but i'm talking about the one where like dude we're like 2500 people dying a day no one knows what's going on and he's like i don't care if you're having trouble with your rent or your insurance you tithe you bring your tithe to the church because before your bills and before your food, you provide your 10% and you glean what to Christ is owed to him. And everybody was like, Woo! You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, the reason that people are cheering is because people in Kenneth Copeland's church are all like 70 plus and they all have like half a million dollars in the bank. They're like, you know, like, like, like deep Bible belt South rich. Um, recently, Joel Osteen, they that church had to return 4.4 million dollars in like small business like PPP loans. Um, which by the way, if you want to do PPP fraud, if you're listening to this, go for it. However, that fraud is reserved for broke motherfuckers. 
Okay. You don't get to do small business fraud. If you're like the biggest church in the world. Did you see that guy? I think it was off like real housewives of Atlanta or something. And he just, he just got like 25 years prison time because he yeah. somehow did like $16 million in PPP fraud. Yeah. There, uh, there was a guy on TikTok who was like, he was like, I'm in Miami right now. I'm in South beach. Uh, I'm going to jail next week for PPP fraud, but we out here living. I got some of that money left, baby. We out here fucking around. I'm out here with a white woman. Like, <laughs> like he's a big fat black dude, like on this fucking resort. He's like, it ain't looking too hot. Uh, I'm fucked raw, but I still got some of this money left. They ain't take all of it because they ain't find all of it. Uh, but I am going to jail for quite some <laughs> like it. it he That's was, the it, best life you can live. Oh, dude, that is exactly how I would go out. Like if if I did some fucking embezzlement or some shit, I embezzled one thousand dollars from you. <laughs> like yeah. I just, yeah, like in which case I would like if you're like, hey, we didn't you would make just any text money. me. <laughs> it, we didn't make any money this month, and I'm like, fuck. All right, no, but no point in me checking. I'm just yeah, kidding. yeah. You're, I'm not gonna uh, log in and see. <laughs> the, but like the I I would totally like like yeah, uh, Thomas, we're gonna have to take like uh, some time off the show, and you're like, oh fuck, man, are you sick? And I'm like. No, um, I'm good. I just, I'm going to need three to five <laughs> off the show. And you're like, uh, you know, you got going on sabbatical. I'm like, no, I, uh, I, I'm talking to you on zoom and I have a fucking yacht master, like a Rolex, like in view. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I just kind of, you know, some shit came up. There's like a federal agent behind me just glasses. Just like, <laughs> I, uh, but I do. I remember during Hurricane Harvey, I don't know if you heard about that. I, dude, it was huge. During Hurricane Harvey, there's like motherfuckers floating down the street, um, you know, like walking up to the church to see if they can like get out of the rain. And their doors are locked tighter than none titties. I ain't, you ain't yeah, you can't say pussy on this show. No, you can't. I, my dad, I don't know why I didn't say that because that's one of my dad's favorite phrases. Is like, damn, this thing's locked up tighter than none, pussy. And I, <laughs> I yeah, we can't first. we can't say curse words on yeah, here. Yeah, we can't say curse words on here. Welcome anyway, to uh, welcome to fun time. Fun time with yeah, um, and everybody's like, hey, can you open up or donate? And they're like, oh no, it's it times are tough around here. Uh, oh, we just got new carpet and like yeah. You know how expensive uh, that can be. They were bullied into like helping out, which is very funny because again, I remember reading articles like on Facebook, and Facebook comments are the fucking best. It's just a fucking wellspring of like geniuses in there. And there's people in there like they don't have to do anything that they don't want to do just because they're a church and they bring in tens they, of millions. <laughs> they pay their taxes. Yeah. A lot of people don't. A lot of people I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't paid taxes. They're a church. They pay their taxes, you know? They're not I'm just like, getting off scot-free. You think, what do you think this is, some giant money laundering operation? I don't want to, like, wax poetic on, like, Bible Belt Christians, like, not reading, like, their own book, because that's, like, an old fucking, like, smug way to look at the world. But it is. it does, like, still to this day, even growing up, like, Baptist, <laughs> kind of blow me away where you're like, hey, hey, per, per that, per the book, that guy's going to hell. Like, there's no way Joel Osteen's going to heaven. You understand that? Like, there's just no. Yeah, because like, after you die, you just freaking go in a hole in the ground. Well, <laughs> I don't mean like that. I mean, like, he's like, a, he, you know, like, no, yeah, I, if there I is the a needle, hell, whatever the fuck, you there know, is like a hell, hopefully he's going there. It would it would be very funny to get to heaven. And it's like three guys because yeah, all the I, rules are super strict. 
I, I, I do like the, the idea you're running with here and it's that Joel Osteen is going to hell and both of us are going to heaven. Yeah. That both mm-hmm. of us who have led, um, really pure lives. We've always cared for other <laughs> Never people. Never fucked anyone over. <laughs> no. And also we, we're believers. Yeah, I definitely a hundred percent. Yeah. Do your parents know that you like, that you like don't fuck around with it anymore? Or like, is that, yeah, they, I haven't been to church in, in a good while. Like, I mean, I'll go for, is a it wedding. like an unspoken thing or whatever with you, with you and them? I think, well, I mean, when I was like a, freshman in high school they kind of like uh kind of gathered they, well no <laughs> they they went on my itunes and they saw i was oh. listening to push a t like blowjob betty <laughs> fucking like yeah and uh they were like <laughs> i mean you know they were like do you even do you even believe in you know stuff anymore and i was like yeah not really my thing at the moment you know and then i i uh i dated a girl in high school who was um, Christian. And so I uh, actually both of my main high school girlfriends were Christians. And um, for the, for the relationship that lasted a while, I went to church for like, uh, like 10 months. Did you pretend to, to, get <laughs> again to get pussy? Is that what you're telling me? So no, because <laughs> that I didn't, but I definitely uh, said I would consider it. And then no, I didn't say I would consider it like, oh, I might be. I was like, I'll go. I don't really. Because uh, yeah. at the time I wasn't like, oh, I'm an atheist. I was just like, I don't yeah, care. I don't really. Yeah. I was more on the edge still just with like a pretty religious upbringing to where I was like, oh, yeah, I don't want to go to church, obviously. Like it makes, you know. I feel like I have a bowling ball in my chest and I'm right, yeah. going to hell. Cause like, even if you're like, if you have a religious upbringing, maybe this is just me, but I feel like it's a broader thing. When you fall away from that, like you don't, there's part of you that still does believe like, Oh, I'm, I'm like going to hell after this. Yeah, no, I, I have that same thing where like, I still have like Baptist, like restoration guilt Yeah, where I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm, I don't know anything i'm agnostic i don't give a fuck like i literally don't mean i should talk about it you know like when we first started dating he's like do you like are you religious because i'm not really and i was like i just like i'm not an atheist i i just don't care like i used to care a lot and i don't give a fuck but there is a part of me that's like like every now and then i'll be thinking like i'm gonna die one day for sure like there's no way to escape that and then like in the back of my head a little voice is like yeah dude you're like gonna go to like you're going to like to hell like 100 percent and then there's a voice in my head that's like, well, you're baptized. So according to like your specific version. Yeah, but uh, even within, because I feel like we grew up in like similar versions or whatever. Uh, the baptism itself doesn't guarantee anything. It's through faith alone. Uh, Yeah, I mean, like, so my, but the, fun- you can, you can, the, the baptism is just a, basically a symbol. It doesn't, the baptism yeah. itself doesn't get you into heaven because otherwise they'd be just dunking motherfuckers calling water <laughs> left and right. You know, I see you unit. You just pull the plug and then drop them in the bathtub real quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, for me, like I, most tenets of uh, established religion are like fine to me. And that it's like, well, in terms of like, Hey, you should like, 
trying to be good to people or whatever. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Like be fair and all that. I'm like, I mean, I'm not really going to do that, but that's, I get it. I you think- know, that's good. Now as to whether I'm going to like start going to a place. Yeah. Look, you know, cause I'm supposed to, it's like, yeah, man, I, I go to work because I have immediate benefit from doing that. Right. If 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 there was a job offer to me that was like, hey, when you die, you're going to get like so much money. Like I would, you know, you wouldn't take that job. Right. Even if like you had reason to believe that you would. It's like, you know, that because, you know, when you die, it's your spirit, you know, and I don't give a fuck about my spirit. That motherfucker can tend to himself. When he dies, yeah, I'm trying to flex, dude. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get the fucking. I think it's fucking really weird that like. Did you ever go to? I don't. I went to one of these like like youth, like Jesus camps, and uh, it was like out in the woods of Trinity, Texas, and uh, they were like, you would like walk around all day and like do outdoor stuff. And then, like, they would stay up late at night and do, like, youth group and, like, a band would play or whatever. I think I've talked about this before. Maybe we talked about it, like, hanging out. But, like, you have a moment where you're delirious and you're hungry and you're tired and the band's playing. And, like, you you do kind of have a moment of, like, like, and there's community and other people are, like, crying. Like, teenagers are, like, ah, ah, ah. And you're, like, is this a Holy Spirit? Is this that? Was this Dude, what that is? is so is much it's easier so to crazy, get going. Dude. Yeah, than people think because yeah. you can literally feel a presence in a building. Yeah, and you can also do that by like, like at a concert or something. Right. No, I've I've been at a show and gotten goosebumps, and I'm like, fuck, I'm having a time of my life right now. But I do remember being like this. I, I think I went when I was like 12 or 13, and at that point, I like maybe my mom told me to go because at that point I was walking around the house like, dude, um we've been going to church and our life sucks. <laughs> like I like that. Like we, we've been going like Sundays, sometimes Wednesdays. Um, and like, you know, the house is like getting foreclosed on. And like my dad has like a, a beer hat on and it's like Tuesday, uh, like ACDC's playing in the garage. I don't know what he's doing. I guess he's back in the house. I have no idea. Like, you know, this shit's fucking weird. And then, you know, like, those questions, those early, like, you know, why is everything fucked up questions you have when you're like 12, 13 or whatever. I remember asking the youth pastor about it, like the boys youth. Cause there was like the girls youth and, yeah, the yeah. Separated. and he was like, you know, we don't understand, you know, the ways, uh, the way, the ways that the Lord works and, uh, you know, and, and his compassion and kindness and his love are different from ours. And I was like, that's the gayest shit. That's the gayest cop out I've ever heard. Fuck this. I'm out, you know? And, and then from there, just sort of like having to still going to church, but like, not, I'm not doing the hand thing. I'm not like, you know, fucking, Oh, how he loves it. You know, he's, he's here. Dude, the fucking, um, it's a trope for a reason, but like the, the, let's call it like 28 year old, like youth pastor, guitar player, like, you know, V neck, 
uh, I don't know. They're, if they're just they're just coffee shop guys who figure yes. out how to make twenty eight thousand dollars a year. Exactly, like a steady. Like the, unless yeah. you you yeah. would have to molest a lot of the girls in that church to get fired because you can use. They're like the Catholic priests of the Baptist like Restoration Church of Christ world. Like those guys, those guys get away with so much. And then one day he's just not there anymore. And anytime you, I remember they're like our like main youth guy like was just gone one day and we had a new one and it was like the other guy was never there this was not at the main church i went to but a different one i went to when i was younger and it was like oh like what happened to scott or whatever and they're like oh he's on sabbatical and you're like that word kind of means something to me from sunday school but i he's on vacation is basically what that meant to me and then like four or five years later i was like talking with somebody who went to the same church and they're like oh yeah he was dating and like like she would be at his house for like a few days on end, like, you know, like 14, 15 year old girl. And I was like that, uh, Ooh, you know, like that kind of. <laughs> so that happened at my church, but, uh, it turned out that the guy was, he was a good guy, but he was like just the most, <laughs> and this was like a big church, not like Joel Osteen level, obviously. Right. Cause there's not big for your area, or but yeah, it's like the probably, the biggest church in this area like well yeah. i mean the area I was in not in fort worth but so <laughs> the youth pastor literally just kept like he would get like donations and checks and stuff and then not steal them but like lose them <laughs> <laughs> and he just awesome. like lost a bunch of money like he didn't he didn't do anything like morally wrong other than being disorganized, but he just kept right. like, he would just for shit, forget where shit was. And right. the head pastor was like, dude, fucking come on, get out of here, dude. Yeah. Anyway, but everyone loved him. And then he got kicked out and a bunch of people like left the youth group because of that. But it's funny to be a youth pastor kicked like who they don't say why you leave. And then it turns out to be like arguably the best thing. Yeah, it's the best reason a member of the cloth to get got. Yeah, that's like, uh, it's like, ah, yeah. Did you hear they deleted the podcast? And it's like, fuck. What, you know, was it Jake? Was it Thomas? Which one? No, they just clicked a button and they accidentally (laughs) deleted the podcast. They're going to keep making it, but. Jake, uh, Jake lost the Patreon money somehow. The, The church my mom went to for a while and I went to like once or twice for Christmas stuff. I was older, like my late teens. And it was pretty much established between her and I, that I was like, Hey, uh, if you're right, I'm fucked. Uh, if, if I'm right, it doesn't really matter, but whatever, I ain't doing this. She went to this church for a while. Um, big, big, big church in like suburbs where we're from. And, uh, the, the pastor's son was there every Sunday and Wednesday. Um, he was like, like level 10 gay and in a lot of those situations the son and the dad have a falling out and the son like moves to new york to like do poppers and like paint or whatever <coughs> no this kid was like was floating around making noise like dressed to the nines like milan fashion week every sunday clear like and everybody knew he, it wasn't a secret like he wasn't closeted everyone knew he was gay and it was like a cool like thing it was like cool that i guess that everybody could be cool with that but they were cool with it insofar as that's, you know, pastor son. They still would be like, you know, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, like all like the law books would still be talked about pretty heavily. But the rule that always seemed to like, eh, eh, <laughs> you know, like 
the one that that was kind of like uh you know as um well, you know you have to tie mother and father and uh, don't be and then we're doing the other way <laughs> like they would kind of like they never really talked about it but it was like something that everyone knew and again like i didn't give a fuck my mom didn't give a fuck but like nine times out of ten that happens and there's this huge falling out in the community nobody ever talks about it the kid moves off somewhere uh but in the, it was weird that like to break from tradition in that way and i was like oh like do they have arguments you know, like this guy isn't even like shit kicker gay, like yeah. only on the weekends in the back of a truck gay. He's like, you know, fucking queer eye for the straight eye gay. Like, you yeah, know. well, I think I think a big uh, fault of of Baptist institutions like uh, historically has been like preaching the Old Testament as if the New Testament doesn't exist. Yeah, restoration um, stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, I mean, a big part of what jesus did in the church it's funny that we're getting into like a theological discussion nine months but, in <laughs> but it's it's fine uh was like hey a lot of the rules that were made about like stoning people yeah like you don't have to stone people yeah you can cut that out um well just, like there's a whole ass thing christ is like uh, at one point he's like i can't like i came to renew like the like i've come to re- i'd paraphrase it, it's like renew old law or whatever you know like and you can interpret that however you want but i know having grown up southern baptists and like known people who are in like genuine protestant rest- uh, restoration movements that like no those motherfuckers believe in like wizards and shit like the witch of endor like all that stuff's to be taken literally like jonah got swallowed by the whale ezekiel got carried up by a big fucking horse on fire or whatever the fuck like Lazarus was in the dirt and then he fucking popped up like well, he wasn't in the dirt. He was in a tomb tomb or whatever. He, yeah, was, whatever. In, he was in basically like a big Airbnb with a yeah. rock in front of it. Mausoleum. And, and then they were like, yo, and he was like, what's what's popping? Wake up. Wake, wake, wake your motherfucker ass up. Boy, <laughs> get your big stinky ass out this motherfucking tomb. Medea Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, well, we talked about the uh, A-A-V-E Bible, the Ave Bible. Uh, sorry, bro, you sleeping? Lazarus, hey. come on, man. Come on, boy. If you don't get your stinky dead ass out this motherfucking he tomb. Had, he had too much of that wine. <laughs> He in there jacking off. <laughs> Lazarus, get your ass He's out beating there. on his shit like a bongo drum. Yeah. It, it, like, all that stuff is, like, is like to be taken, like, biblical literalism is, like, sometimes using the pejorative or whatever to describe a certain movement. But, like, I remember, um, like, the, the overarching theme of the main church that I went to was a kid is I would ask, like, we would learn about Jonah and the whale or about Ezekiel or about Lazarus. And I'm like, you know, oh, like, this stuff really happened. And like the, the the predominant, like the prevailing thing was like, let's just go ahead and say, yeah. And then I remember like when I went to high school and I'm like reading more, I guess. And I like took a couple classes when I was in college. It's like, oh, like most historians who are also like religious are like, this is like uh, Edic poetry. This is like Hebrew allegory, you know, like Genesis, like, like, you know, it wasn't literally that God was like, all right, your name is like, I guess, Adam or whatever. Uh, you're Eve. Uh, this whole place is yours. There's a fucked up snake around here. Do not talk to that piece of shit. Uh, you can do anything else you want. Don't eat from that bush uh, or tree or whatever the fuck. Uh, I'm going to go fuck off because I'm tired as hell. I've been at this shit a week, which <laughs> I've been working for a week. I'm tired as hell. I work seven days in a row. I need to sleep. 
like the, all that stuff was to be taken like as if you were to read like the news. And as even even when I was younger, like I guess entering like my teenage years, I was like, I don't know. Uh-uh. There's no fucking way. Did I, I ever tell you about the uh, so we used to have one of the because the VHSs we had. Uh, I, I don't remember if this I think this was at my house. So the church I went to believed in the like the new basically in the in the um hey if you're hold on pause if you've got to go to church soon and you need to donate to the church all right uh, fine <laughs> all right guys we got an ad read whatever <laughs> hey you know how uh if you want to buy a uh, bible it costs money <laughs> well how about you get yourself a fucking wallet um you're you're, I, you're gonna need so every time i interrupt thomas to do the ad read i owe him a hundred dollars and then you I keep know that how long it takes me to come up with a complete paragraph to say <laughs> and on the one episode where i have the wherewithal to do it you're like hey thomas shut the fuck up let's talk about wallets well you know i'm sorry yeah. uh you know um, hey if you're an adam and you're looking to buy a wallet and it for less than the cost of a rib Oh, for a woman. Ah, ah. If you're, you're going to want to check out the Ridge Wallet. The Ridge Wallet is the premier front pocket wallet. It comes in uh, several different styles, sizes, colors, and fucking designs. Over 30 of them. Carbon fiber, burnt titanium, aluminum. I got the aluminum one. It's, it's fucking It's got sick. over 40,000 five-star reviews. 40,000. RFID blocking technology for all those digital pickpockets. Cause and you know, those motherfuckers are coming in hot right now. If you're like me and you don't throw any of your old maxed out credit cards away. Cause you're a hoarder a little bit. This thing holds up to 12 cards and plus room for cash. So you can just move your fucking fat leather wallet that you got for Christmas 10 years ago and throw that cocksucker in the trash and put your shit in a Ridge wallet. They let you test drive it for 45 days. So if you don't like it, you can send it back for a full refund, but that won't happen because you're going to fucking love it because it's a sick-ass wallet. Hey, Jake, does this have a lifetime guarantee? It has a lifetime guarantee, so it'll outlive you. When you die in two or three years from now for an opiate overdose, that wallet will still be kicking around. You're going to want to head over to ridge.com slash pendejo. That's P-E-N-D-E-J-O. And use coupon code P-E-N-D-E-J-O to get 10% off everything in the fucking store. Thomas, I heard a little rumor. They got more than wallets, don't they? Oh, you bet your sweet white ass they do. They've also got <laughs> accessories. You know how you love accessories? They've I got love accessories. They've got dude. phone cases. They got a fucking knife. You got a digital pickpocketer coming for you. It will not help unless you yeah. know where they are. But yeah. you know, it comes in handy. I, I saw an old lady get stabbed the other day. I didn't do shit. And that's why I should have had my ridge wallet knife with me. Right. And I'm glad that you didn't. And that's on me. But you know what she didn't have is a ridge wall. You know what she said to me right before that you right before she bled out after you stabbed her? She said, one more time, ridge.com slash Vendejo. I didn't that's stab D-E-N, her. D-E-J-O, uh, brought to you by the ridge wallet. Right, what were you saying, man? I'm sorry about that. You, you were saying. Um, Fuck me. Uh, something. Fuck. Of, you, I forget, man. I fucking ah, try, I'm trying you don't have you to do here. it at the 30 minute mark every time. I mean, it's okay. We have fun. Anyway, you know, the Bible's crazy, man. The Bible you know, be wild. You got what, you know, 64 books, something like that? What, so when you, 
did y'all like spend and i feel like i spent an inordinate amount of time when i was a kid on the old testament despite like being like like i guess oh, i maybe, remember what i was saying now but... yeah go ahead no go ahead go ahead go ahead so we had this vhs the the church i was in believed that the world was like 6500 years old or whatever yeah uh which is new, self, age, new age creationism. sick yeah dude. yeah they had this like informational vhs on dinosaurs but like so we were homeschooled and our whole curriculum was ran through this like belief set yeah so i remember watching a video of this guy with like a fucking safari hat on He's like, a lot of people wonder, with the Earth being so young, how do dinosaurs fit into the Bible? Because it doesn't mention them. He's holding one small mason jar and a big mason jar. And the, the big mason jar was, was dinosaurs, he said. And the small one was the Bible. He said, well, he says, how do you fit dinosaurs into the Bible? And he like, Obviously, the big jar didn't fit into the smaller one. Right. And he's like, well, the answer is you you put <laughs> the Bible in dinosaurs. And then he like put the smaller jar into the big yeah. jar. That was his fucking explanation. Yeah. I, he was yeah. like, you can see the Bible in everything about dinosaurs. And as even as like a three-year-old, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Anyway. I, there was a... I think I was like 13 and I had read about the Nephilim, which are like, you know, but biblical, like they're not giants. They're supposed to be like it, like, yeah, half, half, there, like there's half, multiple interpretations as right. to what they are. Some, some think of them as angels, right? Yeah. Like angels that bred with humans and they're like imbued with like, basically like uh, the Greek demigods, you know, like they're imbued with like angelic powers. They're like, is that, nine, a, is that a traditional view? Hmm? No, so like Neph, because like, I don't, I wouldn't think that within the parameters of like, because like for an angel to 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 breed, it would have to be like a fallen one, right? Right. It would have so to like, be like one of one of Lucifer's, correct. Army. So it, for my, so as I understand it, they're like thought to to have been giants, but that was like a mistranslation when they were translating from Hebrew to Hellenic Greek. Like something with like the Nephil was like, they were like, we're going to make this giants because it works, but they weren't giants. They were otherworldly beings. Well, anyway, I find out about this shit and I'm like, yo, um, these big motherfuckers. I wasn't saying this in Sunday school, but I was like in the youth group. But I was like, hey, so like, what was their deal? And for what? I don't know if it's because like there are certain things that they just didn't. It's like the dinosaur thing where it's like, I'm not asking a question or doubting in any way. I'm like, can I know more about the Jonah whale thing or like the chariot of fire? Cause that shit rocks. Cause I'm 13 years old. I just got a skateboard and I want to, I don't want to know about this boring repentance shit. I want to know about the wizards. <laughs> like I want to know about the Harry Potter stuff in this book. And since we're all Baptists here and most of us take this shit, literally, can you elaborate in any way on like the witch of Endor or like, you know, um, any of the other cool shit, that happened like you know like the north star like can can we talk about that shit and it's like um yeah so what do you want to know and i'm like there was a witch in the book like a full-blown one and do you tell me here reading harry potter is bad so we got to reconcile this one way or the other and he was like well she was a witch i don't understand what else do you need and i'm like i need so much more 
let's move on. Okay, Chariot of Fire. Is that like a jet? Or like Lot's <laughs> wife? She's looking yeah. back and turning into salt. Yeah. What the <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. is that? Yeah, yeah. I got like all these stories where I'm like, okay, so if I'm taking this literally, uh, Moses walks around thirsty as fuck. And then there's a bush there. And he's like, man, this guy's got something to say to me. <laughs> like, I mean, like, what am I like? What is to be gleaned from this if it's being taken literally? And again, I, I, I was doubting a little bit at the time, but not for, in those ways. I was just doubting because I was depressed. And it's like, fuck, why? You know, like, yeah, if very, you don't believe in God, it's because you're sad. Right. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It, it, and I remember like there was another thing about like like very like evangelical conservatism where it's like. Like you're in church with somebody who the rumor is around the fucking town that this guy beats the fuck out of his dog. Like the, like he just, he comes home from the oil rig. He drinks, I don't know, 26 keystones and just lets his wife have three piece combos up and down the house. And then every Sunday though, she's like, you know, washed in the blood of the lamb. And he's like, that's right. Uh huh. We're here. You know? And it's like, Oh, you know, like those things obviously were a big problem for me, but the the like the magical shit like and then I, and then I remember learning about the Gnostic Gospels and it was actually like a youth pastor who had told me about them. He was like talking to me. I think I was I don't know. I was in like eighth or ninth grade, so like I'm coming up on yeah, this shit's bullshit. And like I'm fully in that or getting there, and you know I was like he was telling me about like seminary and he got his master's of divinity and all that stuff. We're like talking or whatever, and he's like, you know, there's like a whole bunch of other books that were just left out. Um, you know, they're called like the Gnostic Gospels. And I was like, I had no idea. And I was like, wait a fucking minute. Like, what is the Bible? And then like I learned about like the history of the Bible, where it's like, all right, you have like the gospels where like, you know, Paul or whatever was close to around the time of Jesus. John was written like 30 years afterwards. Like you learn the timeline of yeah. how the, it's put together, Council of Nicaea, all that shit. But I didn't know all that at that point. So I was like, dude, there, it was like DLC in a video game. I was like, bro, there's other shit. And he's like, yeah, you know, they're not really considered canon and uh, the reliability is suspect, but you can read them if you'd like. And I went down a fucking rabbit hole, like the infancy gospel of Thomas, where like, uh, like, you know, kindergarten age, Jesus is like basically on the playground and he's like, you know, like making little pigeons or whatever in the dirt. And some kid like keeps coming over and like dusting them away. So like the third time Jesus is like, all right. And he just like raises a big creature from the ground or some shit. And it like fucks the whole kid up or something like just shit that like, you know, you're like, well, why did this get left out? This is the coolest shit in the world. Like all the Gnostic gospels have like, again, like if the I, have, I, have, I haven't gotten into those at all, I don't think they're like some of them attempt to bridge the gap between like the birth of Christ and then essentially like the last nine months of his life, which is what you get in the new Testament or yeah. whatever, you know? And then of course, like post resurrection or whatever. Um, and so like the infancy gospel of Thomas, like the Syria, Syriac like gospel, whatever there's, there's a handful of them. And a lot of them are like, that's like a lot of the content in them or like a decent amount where it's like, this is what Christ was doing when he was like getting into Nirvana or whatever, you know, like, like, like he, uh, like he like, uh, got a Mohawk or whatever. And was like, you know, drinking forties and shit, like teenaged Christ, like early child Christ, uh, and then other shit, you know, but all that stuff that was left out, 
you know, for whatever reason, like this is how Jesus felt about Twilight. Yeah, this uh, Jesus discovers doing inhalants and like yeah. stealing Marlboro lights from his dad. This or was Jesus's A24 phase. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus was giving stick and pokes to all the girls. They thought he was, they thought he was, they thought he was so sexy. Um, and that he was so cool. I, uh, I like think about like, there was a, like a class I took in college that was taught by this dude. It was a religions course and uh, really devout Catholic, but also like really weirdly like everything that you guys know about this is fucking horseshit you know like it's not it's not real or whatever and he was he, he was like on what i remember like it was a very interesting lecture he gave he was like arguing that jesus was like an upper middle class guy like it wasn't you know like he was like a champion just because he was like a, a carpenter and everything right where it's like, like that a- was that was, was like, like a well-paid a, job at the time. It was like being a doctor now in the States. You know, it's like you, if you're a carpenter then and you're good at it, like, you know, you don't have it's like being a blacksmith. It's like you don't have to do anything else. Um, and you're not like working like with merchants or going on a boat for part of the year. You're a carpenter year round. And, uh, you know, he was like that, like the politics of Jesus or whatever. He was one of those like left wing Catholics, I guess. I don't no. know if you. Uh, Thank and, God. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, he was the one that told me about the harrowing of hell because they're like, I like, like Protestants have their own Baptists have their own like things they add in and like the dinosaur thing. Catholics have a bunch of it too. And the harrowing of hell is, I was like, I remember I asked her in class, I was like, Hey, so all the people that died, like before Jesus, did they just go to hell? Like the billions and fucking millions of people that died prior to him, like being alive. Also like all the Roman soldiers and stuff who were just, you know, destined to do this like if you're not a determinist like a calvinist or whatever like what happened to these people he's like oh that's the harrowing of hell explains that one and i was like what's that and he's like oh so like the spirit or i forget if it was like the holy spirit or like christ in physical form i don't remember goes down like in to hell and like rescues everybody and who like all the souls who like you know got a bad deal because he wasn't around or whatever you know, like, like prior to him, like being like, I'm the real ass motherfucker of the week. Uh, Does that include? Because I thought, you know, like if you just like there were laws to follow before. Right. If you but did it, that, could you could still get into heaven. Right. Right. But it was like the, the system got all till the game got fucked up. So, to yeah, speak. the game got fucked up. Yeah. So it was like people who were like you know adjacent to the chosen people or people who had like never gotten to hear the word of the lord just due to proximity like motherfuckers who like you know like people who died but even never got a chance like that was always a big question i have is i was like what if you're like living in the fucking amazonian jungle and you just well, like never i i think within like uh yeah that and then also like babies or whatever because there's like the age of uh i think age I of think, innocence yeah i i don't know well, like there's purgatory, there's like that, but like within the harrowing of hell, I guess narrative. There's. I thought purgatory was a Catholic thing. It is a Catholic thing. I'm saying that this is also like, from my understanding, a like a Catholic, like a Catholic. Oh, so story. he was he was operating under a Catholic. Right. Yeah. He's. Uh, it was a Catholic university interpretation. Right. Right. I was. Um, I, I thought. I thought he was like. I thought you were saying this. He was just like a, basically a non-denominational. No. Religion. No. 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 
He was like like a like a devout like left wing one of those like socially social justice. Yeah, Catholics. so like he has a Substack now, which is fine. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's always like like I I know people who grew up in like the really strict Catholic. My roommate was Eastern Orthodox. Uh, Igor, Igor? Was he, yeah, which is like, dude, that shit looks like wizard stuff. The hats those motherfuckers get to wear, the outfits. The colors, all that shit looks fucking. I've buck never wild. seen a black guy in one of those videos. Well, like an Eastern Orthodox church. Yeah, that oh, would no. be sick though. It's all slobs, be, dude. <laughs> dude, like be like a Southern Baptist like convert in like Alabama or something. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, well, I was like a part of this. I, I am a Christian, but you know, I, I moved here to fucking Serbia <laughs> and I'm just here to keep the faith. And they're like, I would love to be a fly dude. I, have you ever I like seeing videos? I feel like if I had been raised in a in a different environment, like not a stuffy, like fucking like Southern Baptist, like super strict, I may have stayed with it. Dude, I'm, I'm gonna just say it. black church looks funner than fuck, dude. Dude, it is. Have you ever been to one? I went to like a I like I like I, I went to one, but I think something had happened because it wasn't, you know, like a it was more festive, but it certainly wasn't like, you know, like it wasn't. But it was definitely more. Fest. I'm just saying my one experience there. And then from what I've seen on like YouTube videos where they're like, they're like, hey, we're coming in the morning and we're here on Wednesday. And then like, that's how that starts. And then all of a sudden you hear the band just like, like fucking vibrato on the trombone. And then they just fucking come in with it like that shit. I'm like, dude, I will. No fucking way am I missing this. This Dude, is I'll sick. tell you <laughs> I'll tell you the circumstances under which I went to a black church. This that sounded like a, it would be a more racist story than it is. That was a a haunting exposition. But um so I went with uh this was in high school. I went with my girlfriend at the time's family and they were like, "Hey, we're going to go to this church in Dallas." And I was like, "Yeah, it's fine. All right, yeah, I'll go." Yeah. And uh dude I didn't fully listen to like what to why we were going there. I was just like, yeah, it's fine. You know, we can get lunch after. Cool. Yeah. And uh, so, so I get there, you know, immediately I'm feeling myself, you know, this is a much better environment for me. Right. Much more comfortable. The worship service. God damn. They were throwing it down. Let me tell you. Yeah. They, they, they know their stuff. And then we get past that. And uh, it turns out the guest pastor for that week was the guy <laughs> who had uh, a few months before been um, removed from his position at the church they normally went to for, uh, or actually this was like a year before, maybe a couple years. Uh, he, he had porn on his church computer. That's awesome. And uh, they were just going in for like a routine, like virus removal or whatever. And he uh -huh. had it like, I don't just even open. know if he closed the tabs, dude. It was like bad. <laughs> and so this was like, <laughs> he walks up and I'm just like immediately like, God, God damn it. <laughs> this is not great. Yeah. And he, he's telling his, you know, he's got his redemption story ready or whatever. He's like, you know, growing up, I was I was not living in the faith, you know. I was kicking back, listening to music, smoking dope with my friends, you know. But, you know, now I'm back, and God's got me, you know. And he does not address 
the porn directly at any point. He's like, you know, I've been through some hard times. You know, the Lord has been with me the whole way. And I'm just thinking like, dude, did you like, did you forget? This like, happened you, 90 days did ago. You normally, do you yeah. normally clear the history? Also, I'm wondering, it would have been so much funnier to me if he got a virus right. on his computer from having pornography on there. Did not close the tabs or anything, and was just like, "Hey guys, come here. Can you guys, uh, you guys, take care of this?" And it was just all on there. Now yeah. I don't know, I don't know fully the story or whatever, but that's, uh, I mean, he definitely at the very least had that on his computer, and yeah. um, and then was just able to, you know, whole church was behind him. They were like, right. "Dude, we love you. This is fine to us because uh, you're gonna." you know what? You're going to write a book about this in five years and we're all going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're still welcome at the cookout. Yeah. And uh, we love you, man. And if I could find that kind of support from any community in life, I mean, man, yeah. I would be, <laughs> I can't, yeah, I had no telling. You're certainly be. not going to get it in the discord. No uh, <laughs> fuckers. I haven't checked it today. The, there was a there was a deacon at uh at this church that like I went to for a little bit when I was like in my early teens and uh big fat guy this all happened after I left but I watched it unfold on Facebook and like through local town rumors or whatever he was a hugely fat motherfucker and he was like the jovial deacon who like he's like holding the bowl for the tithe and he's like you know he, you know he's like oh singing the songs and like he's funny he's redder than fuck yeah. You know, uh, at one point, uh, well, I mean, I guess it kind of happened gradually. Um, I left, I went there like maybe for like a month or two. I see it happen over Facebook though, that he gets on some, like some diet and workout regimen and that motherfucker lost a ton of weight and and got like, not like diced up, but like old guy jacked, you know, like early forties jack. Maybe he got on TRT or something. I don't fucking know. Dude, this guy wasted zero time. As soon as he hit like 12% body fat, he fucking bailed on his wife, <laughs> who, who was a big old bitch. Let's be real. Also, he's a Southern Baptist, big old bitch. And he bails on his wife, bails on his kids, but like doesn't change his Facebook. He like moved to like Texas. I forget. It was like still in Texas, but like North, I want to say Texarkana. He got like another job out there. And he is posting pics of him like on a boat, like shirt off, tan, fucking Miller Lite, like smoking cigarette. Like, dude, the guy had a full blown like if you decontextualize the divorce and just bail it on his whole family, the guy had a fucking glow up because he was fatter than fuck. And like, you know, just was just sort of like a like a it's like, oh, big, big time is bringing the tithe around. We're going to get, you know, like trying to fucking be jovial with everybody. He was always at like the like the trunk or treats, you know, cracking jokes, loses like 150 pounds, you know, gets a tan, gets a new job, buys a boat, fucks off from his whole family. And is like the same Facebook where he used to be like, man, Tammy, uh, we've been having rough times, but Lord blessed us with another one. Uh, you know, little Emma Lou, she's going to be here in December, you know, whatever that same Facebook. If you scroll down for like an hour, you can see those posts. Now he's like, Oh, we're both boys now. 
Uh, we went on a grill, went out deep sea fishing. I got shit hammered, motherfucker. <laughs> just, just he's like it went full good old boy. Like I don't know, I, I I don't know what's going on with the guy now. He may have still been going to church, like a different church, but I doubt it. But it seemed like he shed like all that weight, got jacked, and was like, yeah, this church stuff is just. I'm tired of being the like the the Paul Blart of the church. I'm gonna be like big dick tan like like welder who like you know bench presses and like oh so he didn't move to a different church he just no, he he moved towns he like moved like up north but oh it was like, he he said fuck it he was out he was out. dude like yeah he lost the weight and just bailed like i don't Respect. know how much time pa- i genuinely don't know how much time passed between them but i want to say max because his facebook feed just changed from like I don't know if we're friends now i have to go back and check but like when we were when we were facebook friends from just like being in the same church together um, I remember like at one point I was like, like he posted a picture. I saw like the weight, like I was like, oh, I guess so-and-so lost weight, but he posted a picture with his arm around a lady on like a boat. And I, and I was like, damn, did his wife lose weight too? <laughs> you know, did his wife lose weight and get 20 years younger? <laughs> like, cause this lady is like maybe 22, you know? And like, I, I start going, like, I was like, all right, I'm going to actually go through it. Like I went through a shit. No, like the last seven months he was like, you know, he's like, uh, yeah, like, oh, man, I got the King Ranch. Always wanted one. You know, and obviously, like, in his head, he's like, I ain't got a wife to worry about no more. And God knows I ain't paying child support. <laughs> so I got the <laughs> boat. I got the truck, you know, which, like, on one hand, bad move. Don't be doing stuff like that. On the other, I just watched a king, like, come. <laughs> like, I just watched a man who, you know, you know, because I knew his, I knew, I didn't know his wife, but I, I saw her around, probably beat him down, dude. One of those old, like, big church ladies who just, you know, just always scrunched up face, you know, two sticky ass kids who don't know nothing. And that motherfucker said, all right, I'm going to bench press every day for a year and a half. And I'm going to eat fucking rabbit food. And I'm going to see what happens. If I still love my family, I'll stick around. But if I don't, if I don't, <laughs> if daddy's, I don't, hey, daddy's getting I'm a bass boat and a fucking King ranch. And I'm going to start drinking on the weekends and fucking community college girls. <laughs> That's the end of that is the end of that story, which I, like I said, on one hand, shouldn't do stuff like that. On the other, it's hard. Now. I, I remember like, you know, he would come up in casual conversation. Like I would go, I'd come home from college and I'd be at the bar and like, oh, whatever happened to so-and-so or whatever. And they're like, dude, he's in Texarkana. He's like playing bass in like a cover band. Like, <laughs> you know, he's like, uh, he's he got a job out there working on a rig. Uh, I mean, he's, you know, I was like, do you still talk to like, cause his kids are like, like, I think is, I think is, they have to be like in their late teens, early 20s now, or like mid, mid teens or something. I don't know. I was like, do you ever talk to, he's like, no, I haven't been to church in a while, but you know, she's still not married. Kids are, you know, still around. And I'm like, that's like, like, you know, when you, when you break up, like, I don't know how it is in marriage, but I know that after a breakup, you know, especially when I was younger, there's a competition where you're like, all right, I can't look worse than this person. My life can't fall apart. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, you're the same hometown with the kids and your, your husband's got the boat, <laughs> like, you know, fucking hanging around playing bass and like, you know, a rage against the machine cover band or something, just living his fucking best life. Like, that's got to be, like, debilitating. But, again, you know what? Who fucking knows? I know, though, that I would never do anything like that. No. I don't – I don't know. I don't think I would – I'd hate to get fat, like, as a couple. You know? Or maybe they were both big 
before. Well, well, I, I legitimately, I said the TRT thing is a joke, but it's like, I have known like people like just like some of my, like, uh, I wouldn't call them my dad's friends, just guys that they like worked with that like also played music or whatever, or like people around like people in the neighborhood where you'll have like a fat dad who's like in his like late forties, early fifties or whatever, maybe a little older. And then over the course of like a year, just and, and men at that age can't really do that, especially if they're already fat without TR. Sometimes you can. It's doable. But like within a certain span of time, it's like, oh, I wonder if they went to like a testosterone clinic and they just got on. Because if you get on TRT as an older dude, from what my research, you can like work out and it's easy as it was when you were in your 20s, you know, where it's like it'll just fall off, you know, like Joe Rogan's on that shit. And like that's how like actors like Brad Pitt and stuff like that's how they stay like lean and jacked as fuck. Well, I mean, if, if you've been running cycles for movies for. Also, that 20, 20, yeah, yeah, 20 yeah. years, you have to be on TRT. Yeah, I'm just saying like for like average, like run of the mill, like average Joe's like my I don't know that for sure. But what I am saying is it's like it definitely helps if you're working out and you. it's something that men can do. I don't know the equivalent for women. So it's like if you and your wife get fatter than fuck together, maybe y'all were high school sweethearts. And, you know, y'all I mean, women fit. can just eat less. Yeah, well, I don't mean I, I that sounded very broad. <laughs> I mean, like if you're fat, you can just eat less and you will lose weight. It's just your caloric intake largely. But like, well, I'm talking I'm not talking about just losing weight. I'm talking about like these guys put on like they put on like a little bit. Not like, again, they're not diced up like. Yeah, but if you're 400 pounds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I'm going to say it. TRT alone. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, not saying it was. Buddy. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying like if you already have a fitness regimen and you get put on it as an older dude, like I think. Oh that's yeah, what- yeah. No, it definitely. Helped. I've known. I've known guys who. Uh, any any like sixty year old dude who benches two wheels is on yeah. TRT for the most it, part. It's but. it's it is funny when I like. Like you see a guy at the gym who's clearly in his early sixties and he's got like balding buzz cut where it's like I'm not gonna let go of it yet, but it is getting to that point. And little legs, massive torso, massive chest, and then biceps that are like this big round is my thigh. Mm-hmm. And they're on the like the preacher curl machine and it's they have <laughs> like just going fucking hard. And I'm like, is this a recent development for you? Or are you one of those like Venice Beach dudes, like bodybuilders from like the 70s? Because some old men just like, I guess they got nothing else going on. They retire and they're like, I'm going to get on trend. And just see what happens, you know? Like a lot yeah. of guys with like big trend bellies, you know what I'm talking about? And those those old bodybuilders didn't really believe in like building up your legs that much. Yeah, I know. That's why a lot of so, those guys. At least. It's funny to see like now. I follow a couple like fitness guys on TikTok who just like give like lifting, like new lifts and stuff for like my shoulders and stuff. And it is funny to see like those guys and a couple dude on Instagram who like they've overcorrected. Where the big joke is like, oh, you skip leg day. So you'll see dudes that are like, they just have like, they're just, you know, they're on leg press with like 800 pounds. And it's like, man, we don't got to, <laughs> like, you're, you're going to, you're going to look like a, like Mewtwo, man. Like, we don't have to, <laughs> we don't have to be doing shit like that. Have you checked out uh, Andrew Jacked? No, I don't think so. He's, uh, you know, Larry Wheels? Yeah. He, he works out with Larry Wheels. He's this huge, like, Nigerian dude. And yes, dude- we talked about, yes, I know, yes. Dude, whenever yeah. he does leg press, he can move his legs like four inches down before his hamstrings hit his calves because his legs are so big. 
but like that's his full range of motion. Like his legs yeah. are too big. So people in the comments will be like, dude, you're not really like pressing 1200 pounds. Like you yeah. got to get lower. And he's like, dude, my legs are like four feet around. You understand this? Like, yeah. Do you, do you ever however, like either videos or in person of the guys who've like blasted their chest so much that like, usually they're short too, like five, five, one of those like five, six, five, seven Jack guys where like a bench for them is like a quarter rep for like me guys with like yeah. arms like me or you, where it's like, they'll just like take it off the bar. Whip, whip, where like that, like that shit. So watching that shit is hilarious to me. Cause it's like, I have long arms, so I'm kind of fucked. Like being tall, isn't good for getting like denser than fuck usually. Uh, you know, unless you're like Francis Ngannou or whatever, but like, it's funny to watch like dudes who get lats where they can't close their arms entirely. And then, you know, they start putting like, you know, 350 plus up and it's like, Oh, you've just root. Like you can't really bench normally anymore. You can hit incline. Maybe <laughs> like maybe, you know, seeing eject five, four dude in person is, is, is so funny. Uh, I was watching the the Conor McGregor fight at this one venue in, in, in Arlington, and like this horde of them just sort of was walking around, like these five four two twenty dudes yeah. who were like, I'm sure they look great <clears throat> physique wise, but uh, I'll tell you how tall you are. You're five foot four, right? <laughs> so like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can get as jacked as you want with that frame, and I'm still gonna have to like look down and see you, right? You could so, definitely probably whoop my ass too, yeah, to be yeah. honest. You know, <laughs> yeah, but you got to get seven inches away from me with that right, reach. Right. And and also it's <laughs> yeah. like I understand that this is the best way for you to get pussy. Like I, I know you're pulling. Yeah, uh, yeah, most definitely. But, but at the same time, when women like see you, they're like, All right, I guess. Yeah. Like it's in the back of their head. Yeah. What, no. whereas if you're a regular, like Five ten. If no, I mean, if you're a regular short, oh, regular guy, short guy, you can just be like funny or something, right? Rather than being at a point where a woman can recognize this man has done everything possible for me to to for me to maybe fuck him. Correct. Yeah. So like like, like th- maybe two times out of ten, they're like, I'll give him, I'll give him a shot. Doing like a bodybuilder's dehydration cycle to go to like Twin Peaks or something, you yeah. Know, like to, yeah. to be to look when your dick doesn't as, even work anymore. Like you yeah, because you have no it. you have no lipid fats and you're <laughs> always hard, but you can never feel it. Yeah, yeah, dude. I like the best. It's it's fun. Like those guys, at least in the combat sports world. Like I've trained with a lot of dudes built like that, and they are just the best because it's the perfect build for wrestling. And a lot of times. Like, are they good striking wise? I was about to say a lot of times they can do like full splits. Like they just like they're Muay Thai dudes. So it's like they make up for the lack of reach. They can just, they can, they can kick near vertically. Like they yeah. like that. Sh- and they, and their legs are like tree trunks. So it's fucking good night, night. So like, I, I got to wreck. If you're like a five, five Italian or Chinese guy, and you're listening to this and you want to get pussy and be cool, you're going to want to get down to about four, like essential body fat. So it's super easy to do that, by the way. It's yeah, very, you can do it anybody, naturally. Yeah, you can do Just it naturally. Just get an eating disorder or something, right, I guess. Right, right. Well, you're going to want a body recomp, which is very easy. It's probably the <laughs> easiest thing you can do. Is that's If you don't know what body recomp is, it's, it's losing fat without losing muscle and actually building muscle in the process. Very, very easy. All the Hollywood guys do it. Anybody can do it inside six months. Then you're going to want to learn about 10 years worth of Muay Thai in six months. 
you're going to want to get really good really fast. Then, and only then, can you get pussy. Otherwise, you're jacking Also, off you're only going to get pussy, like, twice. But, like... Yeah, and it's, it's going to be from girls who, like, work in tech sales and shit. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know... I don't know how else to put that. You also have to have money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this. Oh, yeah. Also, that all goes out the way. All that work that you would put in is going to go out the way if you like work at a Chevrolet. Like, <laughs> like if you make like 15 an hour, you're fucked. Like, yeah, you're not fucking Joe Pesci, man. Like, yeah, you know. no, no, dude, man, that can you imagine being Pesci or Buscemi and you like you're coming up as a teenager and you're like, man, I'm ugly. I'm never going to get no pussy. And then 21 rolls around. And you become like an A-lister and you're one for the rest of your life. Danny DeVito. Like, <laughs> to be Danny DeVito. Okay, Bo- I don't think Bushimi gets – isn't he married? He's a family I th- guy. I'm saying, I, I, I'm I, think, saying- I think nowadays if Steve Bushimi was getting pussy, it would be either – okay, well, actually, I think like girls would fuck him because he's, Dave, because he's Steve Bushimi, And not just like art house girls. No, I'm talking – like, yeah, yeah. in general. Like, Correct. Like one of us might do it. Probably you. Fuck Steve Buscemi. It would be or, funny. Oh uh, yeah, that would be very funny. It would I was be like, I hey mean, Thomas, I got something to tell you, man. <laughs> dude, oh man, if you sent me a picture, that would be gross. I wouldn't even look at it. But if you told me, that would be funny. I uh, I've, I've just got <laughs> I, I've got an old frail thin man in doggy style, dude. Like and 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 uh, and, 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 and I'm like, hey. Wild guess, <laughs> like like a Wild high guess. like a high school friend who like sends you videos of him like railing out some girl and you're like, hey man, don't don't send me that. But it's like instead, it's like you send me that, and then it's I can't tell what it is. It's like really grainy for some reason, and then the <laughs> the face turns in doggy style, and I see those eyes. Yeah, and I just fucking try and flush my phone down the toilet. <laughs> I think those guys like that's what I'm not saying those guys specifically, but I'm saying like you're a guy who's like on a one out of ten scale. You're not even really charismatic, so you can't make up for it. You're Dana like DeVito th- is extreme. And, and uh, yeah, Pe- that's Pesci true. too. But yeah, okay, you're right there. Okay, yeah, Pesci yeah. now wears like a fedora and has like the gayest goatee of all time. He wears like a thirty six thousand dollars suit to go to Walmart. <laughs> like, like he's. No, he's have you it. seen Pesci lately? He looks. He oh. is so fucking funny, dude. Yeah, he dude. The fact that he like made I don't know like a two hundred million dollars or whatever off movies, and then was like, yeah, I'm just gonna do jazz now. Yeah, and people were like, why? And he was like, what the fuck are you gonna say? What? But dude, I'll I'll have to send you a picture. He has the worst facial hair I have ever seen on like an old man. And yeah, you would if you see a picture of it, you're gonna be like, oh, this is like for a movie. No, he's had it for like twenty years. That's badass. And he wears like a stupid fucking fedora. Is it the same one he had for the Irishman? Did you ever see the movie? Because I I saw him in the Irishman and he had fucking weird facial hair. I you mean like the... you mean like in the pictures or for the movie itself? The movie itself. I gotta send you a picture of this dude. I'll, I'll have to do it after um. That's fine. After we wrap well, up, if, it, if it is like it's like a. If I recall correctly, it's like a black guy, chin strap mixed with like a a weird like dominican guy goatee thing it's it's fucked that's up sick. dude that's awesome well if you're listening well to this yeah and uh and you want more of it check out the uh premiums on patreon.com slash bendejo time bendejo time and if you didn't like listening i'm really sorry about that goodbye <laughs>